Welcome to another episode with Two Curious Podcasts. I'm Dana. I'm Chao Ming. And today, we have here with us Jamin. Hi, Jamin. Hola. Hello. Hi, everybody. Long time no see. Maybe you want to let the audience know like uh, how you got to know us. Uh, so, I met Dana and Chao Ming in Poly. We were studying the same course, tourism. Uh. Yeah, then... Uh, so yeah, we were in the same class for a few years, like yeah. two out of the three years, or, or was it only the first year? I can't remember, but yeah, we, we were classmates. <laughs> and, <laughs> currently, uh, I just realized we are not, oh my god, I keep thinking that we are all classmates for three, the full three it's years. It's only one year, not. right? Yeah, I no, think no. it's only for the first year. First and last year. Third year also? Third year also. No. Yes, was if I? not. If not, why would I? Why would I be taking videos of y'all when you're sleeping during the last class before our presentation? Oh yes, we we do we did we did Kizania. Yeah, <laughs> we did Kizania together. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I yes, can't remember. Yeah, yeah. oops. <laughs> <laughs> but I know, like in between, we got like separated into different classes. Mm, when we did the project, the the class project, that was different. Oh yeah. Correct. Okay, so what are you currently studying? Currently, I'm studying linguistics and multilingual studies in NTU, which is a totally different uh, focus la, as what I did, as what mm. we did in Bali. Yeah, yeah, but it's a very interesting course though. Like, I have friends from linguistics also, and I find it like, oh, wow. Wait, wait, I think I'm stupid, but what is linguistic studies? Basically, like, about, about language and stuff or... It's very broad lah, cause language itself has many like spectrums, like there's social spectrum, then others, mm-hmm. different spectrums lah. So um, I I only in my first year, so I don't really know much. But looking at the like courses, right, there's a lot to learn lah. Like mm. um, got psychology ones, then got social ones, yeah. Wait, so what are you working towards to after? Um, finishing your studies in the course that you are taking now? Well, very hard to say because eh, life is still a blur now. Like, I oh, can't so, really... you just, so you just saw that it was interesting then you want to go and take the course? Not really. Okay, the, the main reason why I got into this course is because my GPA in poly not say very good. Ma. Then after oh. that, when I went to look yeah, when I went to look at NTU, the 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 GPA thing, right? Then like only I can only uh qualify for like humanities uh studies ah, like linguistics is one of them. Then got like history, English, Chinese, all this stuff, sociology, phys- physiology or whatever I don't know. But yeah, then after that I just applied for linguistics all cause um okay like, I'm also interested in learning more languages or things related to languages so. I thought I'd give it a try and just nice my GPA can like hit the criteria. So I joined all. So like there was still a certain amount of interest in it lah. Yeah. I mean you have to have an interest in something before you can do it, right? Yeah. If not, it's very torturous for you to do something that you don't want to do. It's like out of all the choices that you have, you pick something that you are most interested in. Correct. Mm-hmm. Actually, this brings us to like today's topic, which is gap year, because like we know here that Jamin actually took a gap year before she chose to study in linguistics. So maybe mm. you want to like let us or uh, and let the audience audience know why you actually took a gap year after finishing your diploma. 
Okay, so uh, two years ago, right, we we graduated from poly with a diploma in like uh, tourism, which is in the business school one. Then after taking the diploma, right, I felt that like my interest not really with uh, business related or like frontline related stuff. Because after taking the diploma, I realized tourism is very front, uh, like service related. Uh, so I didn't want to do that anymore. Then, of course, after we did the we graduated, need to go uni, ma. Then at that point in time, I I really still like quite confused, don't know what to do, uh, like what what kind of other courses I should pursue, ah, aside from business. So I I got influenced by my family, cause my family's background is all like engineering and like electrical stuff. So I thought like, ah, okay lah, I can maybe take up a engineering course. Then after that, go and work with my dad or whatever. Turns out it's a very stupid decision because I totally have no background in like say mathematics or like physics or whatever like, that is uh, required for engineering or electrical courses. Then of course I got rejected by NTU and I also did apply for SMU I think for business Um, since I already have a business diploma in poly right so maybe it might help but end up no both universities rejected me so end up, I took a gap year and I started working at Shake Shack for like one year up till now. Actually, until you rejected you for engineering courses, is because they see that you are from a business background or they see because you cannot make the cut for the GPA? Uh, I mean, not like or you know. Is there an interview or anything? Actually, I can't remember. I think I, I can, the GPA just nice hit, but maybe because I don't have any background at all. Mm. I'm thinking that's like the most possible reason now that they yeah. reject me. Also, yeah. there wasn't even an interview. La. No. And you usually uh-huh. don't really have interview one, right? Yeah, yeah. linguistics have. Oh, linguistics have. Yeah, every applicant will go through interview and a written, like, written essay that you have to go through before you can get into the course. Mm. So actually, like, after getting uh like rejected like by both the universities, then you then you basically because you missed the the re- registration um period, then that's why you decided to take a gap year or yeah correct. Actually, I didn't quite consider other universities because I don't really know much about it la, which I should have went to find out, but I didn't. So <laughs> my bad. <laughs> How did the people around you reacted to you taking a gap year though? Like your friends and family? Actually, they don't really, they didn't really say much eh. Because my family, I only told them that, like I only made, I only told them that I took a gap year after everything, like after all the application closed. So it's like totally no chance to get into uni, those kind. Then I say, okay, well, I'm taking a gap year. Majority of my friends like Chowming all going to NS one. Then my secondary school friends all also going to NS. So they also not going for university. So I think they don't really feel much about me taking a gap year though. Yeah, they are as good as them having a two years gap year also. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, true. But sorry, I one year earlier. <laughs> no, but I feel yeah. like for guys, right? Like for myself, right? I was lucky to have NS. Eh. If not, I'll be kind of stuck in the same predicament situation. that you are in. Yeah, the same situation that you're in now. And like I don't, you even don't know, know what to do. Uh. Yeah, and I don't even know if I'll have the same motivation as you to go and work. But what can you do though other than working? Because I mean, like if just, I don't work... 
you, I but you could just like be rotting at home. Expenses. No, sorry, that's not me. Yeah, yeah, that's why. <laughs> I that's mean, why, I need that's... to support myself, lah, for like my expenses. Then cannot be like never study, never work, but still take money from my parents, right? Yeah. So I go and work, oh. Yeah, yeah. that's a yeah. good. Which turns out to be like, turns out to be a very good experience. Yeah. Like I'm glad I took this gap year to, like, throw away studies for for a while, like put it aside for a while, so I don't I don't have to think about it. until the next year when the application reopen, then I start to like okay, uh, focus my thoughts and see what I want to do again. So it's like you give yourself a break and then you know you like try and collect yourselves and uh and like figure out what you want to do. Is it? Mm, correct. So before the next like registration period, were you thinking of what you want to study already, or like only until when the registration registration open again, then you considered? Haven't yet. I I waited till maybe like a month or two before the registration. Then I start to like ask around uh, my friends like, hey, what you do? What you do? Fun or not? How is it? Then after that, I went back to look at the website. Then I see if my GPA can qualify for for which one. Then after that, I can apply. So of course I don't make the same mistake. I apply for something that I don't have the qualif- uh the background for. I need to mm. look at like the more possible one. Yeah. When you didn't get accepted, right, on the first time that you tried to apply, did you have this feeling like you're lacking or like you're behind others? Because even though I'm in army, right, with people like Ejin, with people like Dana and all my other peers around me, right, get already getting their applications accepted, even though we're all in army, right? It already made me mm-hmm. feel like I was slightly behind them. You get what I mean? Actually, no eh. No, because for the fact that I applied to the wrong course, that was totally not for me. So oh. I already expected myself to be rejected lah. You know what I mean? Mm. So you're mentally prepared I, already. Mm, I don't see like myself losing out or what just because I take a gap year. Mm. And what's, what's more mm. like you gain a year of working experience instead? So it's more mm. of how like different people live their lives a bit differently, like, like the path they're taking. Yeah, correct. Actually, why Shake Shack though? Because you said you don't really like the service line, right? Then, But you still ended up working yeah. in Shake Shack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So contradictory. Because uh, mm. Shake Shack, the pay, right, amongst all is like not bad one. Like the standard pay. Mm. Yeah. Then after that, I just went off for the money. Uh, so in terms of career prospects, like you think like salary is like one of the main criteria, right? instead instead of like interest or you know. Yeah, yeah. Personally, I would put like money first, like because you must support your expenses. <laughs> yes, correct. You give me the money. You tell me what to do. I will do. <laughs> so long as you pay me right. So like, do you think um this gap you actually make a very significant difference to what you decided to pursue in the future? Significant difference, ah. Uh. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, because in Bali, we did business business-related stuff, right? Then I was thinking, okay, la, maybe next time I just go and take an office job, uh, work in a business admin or whatever. Like, that also can, right? Like, it, it works. But then after taking the gap year, then I went into a totally different program in uni. Then I realized, right, actually, I can, like, go towards the path of uh, education sector like being a teacher because mm. also it's charming why you use why you use money because uh. it's also <laughs> I don't look like a teacher right uh. I know 
<laughs> but actually, if you think about it, right, being a teacher is like, like a iron rice bowl, uh, like tier correct, five one. Correct. Like it, education won't ever uh, run out of. Yeah, you won't ever be retrenched or anything from being a teacher. Yes, correct. Because, yeah, education is so important in Singapore, right? Mm. Some more if you work for MOE, it's quite good because it's a government job. Correct. Then you also get like, like the benefits of but is that really what you want to do or not? Uh, that is what I have in my mind now. La. So uh, that means after you finish like, your course of study, you're going to like, NIE and stuff to take your qualification to be a teacher? or I would la, if if I if my like mind don't change after I graduate from uni. Because mm. of course like this course there's still other like career prospects one. La. The other one is uh speech therapist, which is, which I'm also quite interested in. Like, I don't mind doing. Mm. And there's like translation, like the translation industry also, mm. yeah, which I'm not very, very interested in. So maybe for now it's teacher. Like, being I just want you to imagine, okay, you're in a class, got 30 mm. students, then all of them, right, they're all talking at the same time, right, while you're teaching. <laughs> Nobody is listening to you. Then okay, then I will tell the, them. When you shout at one of the kid, right? Some kid take his pencil case, right? And just lap, yeah, just lap in your face. Ah, <laughs> I don't think they will be so rowdy, eh? Why no, no, no. But if you have to be in the education sector, which level will you teach? Like primary school, secondary school, poly, JC? I did think like, okay lah, primary school can really. The kid's easier to handle. But apparently, right, because I have a, another friend's friend who is working in uh, who worked in NIE before then he said like you don't really have a choice because eh, oh. if where, wherever it's uh, lacking in like stuff right okay. they will put you in regardless of the education level like primary secondary or whatever oh. yeah but I also like just now what Chao Ming said the scenario like if I were assigned to a secondary school right then you know secondary school students are like uh, puberty <laughs> yeah correct so like when I think back when I was in secondary school, right? My goodness, the class situation is crazy one. Uh. Like, <laughs> That's why. That's yeah, why. like, being a teacher, you really need to be damn bloody patient. Yeah. Do you yeah, think you're a patient then, person? <laughs> for sure not. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's very hard to, like, confirm anything now, but this is what I have in mind, like, being yeah. a teacher. Okay, yeah. at least at least like after taking that year, you go into linguistics and actually open up more paths for you. So it was it's kind of a good mm. thing also. Then okay, then when you work right, when while you were working, like what are some mm-hmm. of the relevant skills that you think you can bring to you in the in the near future? Because confirm one year in the service industry, you confirm gain quite a lot of skills and learn a lot of things in terms of soft skills. Real, like, yeah, soft real skills, I guess. Actually, Shake Shack is F&B, right? Then most of my previous part-time jobs are already F&B. So, like, all these soft skills, right, I think, like, previously is already cultivated. Just that now it's just, I, like, use them again. Uh. Yeah, but if, like, need to say one skill, uh, maybe, like... No, but but the time you told me, like, you took on a more managerial role, right? Like, you were, like, the tester of the different outlets or something, right? Oh no no. Uh so at Shake Shack we got this like uh NSO thing. It's called New Shack Opening Team. 
So I'm one of the trainers. Yeah, so we train uh, new staff who are coming in to open new outlets. Mm. Yeah, so, oh, see, I'm a laoshi already. I'm a teacher yeah, already. That's why, that's why is, it, is that the inspiration mm. to be a laoshi? Yes and no, because eh, teaching is really very difficult. Lor. I like, think you really... tra- training in occupation-wise and teaching acu- uh, educational stuff is very different also. Yeah, it's yeah. totally different. Because if you do training, education, it's more of HR already, right? No, like, HR is like recruiting, right? I don't uh, know. It like... involves quite a lot of things. Eh? Like, HR involves like, yeah, training also. Training programs for mm. your employees. But I think mainly it's like training and teaching is different. Teaching is like you, it's the, the sphere is bigger. Training is you just do the same thing over and over again. Because essentially that's what the, that's what Shake Shack have, like burgers, fries and drinks and stuff. So you're just mm. training same things. But it, for education, it's very different. No? Mm. Like what you have to teach. Because also not, not teach to like one person like that. It's like the whole class. Mm. Then besides besides working, right? What else do you do during your gap year? Of course, I took this chance to travel. So, okay. Oh, before COVID happened, like quite lucky. We I went to Korea, Japan, Thailand. All wow. Yeah, ah, like, no wonder you knew work lah. Yeah, no wonder you knew work them <laughs> to find yeah. a job. Right? <laughs> yes, and I need to find a job that has like quite okay the pay. Mm-hmm. oh actually that's mm. pretty good like it's a chance to like find yourself enjoy and everything before like you start the study hustle again yeah it's really just to enjoy just to like relax and mm. have fun in that one year I didn't really think much about studying or like education but when the like the opening for the application come there right I got like ganjong a bit cause then I need to start thinking like okay okay what am I supposed to do Whatever I decide now will like affect my future like that. Hmm. I think it's because yeah. also because like you have a very healthy mindset that like you know you are not lacking behind your peers and everything. That's why you are able to enjoy your gap year. Because like, I don't know is it. I think Cause it's a I good like, mindset like, Yeah, is it good or bad? <laughs> I think it's good eh. I mean it's uh Since it's a good really... thing for myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For myself personally, but I also cause I think I quite like confident on it. I don't really care about what other people think of think you or what. Yeah, mm. like I just do my I just do my own thing. Th- that's the vibe that I always go with, lah. Mm-hmm. Like so, what if I'm like older than you? Cause now my peers are like nineteen, then I'm twenty one, yeah. eh. Yeah. Yeah, but of course there's also like people who are twenty two, twenty three in my course, lah. Right. So whatever, just do just do whatever you want, no. Oh, actually speaking like, of that, like, do you feel any like segregation between like the younger people, the youngest classmates and stuff? No, eh. Actually. They don't treat you any differently or anything, right? No, no, no. They won't. Maybe, like, they will treat me as a, like, a big sister. Like, Jie like that. <laughs> I'm older, ma, then. Someone are quite alpha one, right? Mm. So, yeah. Uh. Actually, okay, because most of them are from JC. JC mm. directly go uni, so 19 years old, ma. Then they will, like, talk mm. about, I don't know, like, their JC stuff, which... I totally have no idea but I just do my own stuff I don't, I don't really like tan yu yeah. for linguistics is it like majority also JC students I, I'm not too sure eh, but like if in my group right only like two of us are from poly then the rest are like JC or MI if I'm not wrong mm. yeah yeah majority oh, yeah. I guess I guess so yeah majority from JC mm. 
I think that's mm. like the ratio la, in general ratio in local universities. Yeah. MI is the three year three year JC, is it? The Millennial Institute. I thought it's only two years. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think it's the three year JC. So it's like Oh uh, three year but guarantee like you a, go into uni one. Not guarantee la. It's like JC but three years or so maybe give you more time Prepare to for learn the subject. Oh. I mean I yeah, don't know. Yeah, I didn't yeah. really go and find out things that I'm not in. <laughs> <laughs> It's like when other people say that I will like, oh, okay. Wow, but, but it's quite weird that you don't feel like you're behind that because even in, now I'm in army, right? So some of them are 19 years old and mm-hmm. then they're like my seniors in the unit and everything. Yeah, I'm sure your boyfriend experienced also because yeah. we are, yeah, we are like poly kids or even, I don't know, a few years after poly, then we at least, then when we go in, all these JC kids that, uh, what, just legal, cannot even smoke or whatever. They don't need to call them slow. <laughs> yeah, or, that's why, it's so weird eh, that At the point that I went in, right, the whole team, like my whole senior batch was all the JC kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all of them were 19 or 18. Even when they tell me like, oh, okay, after, after NS, I'm gonna go and study, what, 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 what. Then I realised like, by the time I start uni, Technically, I'm like quite behind them. Yeah, like uh, quite old already, right? Mm, mm, mm. But I mean, like this kind of thing, if you don't... Do you have like an inferior complexity or what? I don't know, eh, maybe. Eh, <laughs> maybe it's a hidden, <laughs> hidden psychological problem. Mm. But a lot of people also like that. What? So you don't have to worry or think that you are lacking behind, in my opinion, right? Like. Yeah, mm. as in, it's true that, like, everyone lead their paths, like, lies differently. Everyone take, like, some take a shorter path, some take a longer path. You know, even some people who, like, graduate within, like, let's say they go um SIT, SUSS, or SIM, they graduate within two years, compared to local use where you have to spend four years in the course of study. There's a lot of difference mm. in, like, the number of years you take to finish your studies or so. It's just how All everyone, right. like, yeah, take their paths differently. There won't yeah. really be a lacking behind as long as you know you thrive in whatever you are, you yourself is studying. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Actually, if you don't compare, then everything is fine. Mm. Just There will just always be people better that... than you and there will always be people worse than you. Yeah, Yeah, correct. Just focus on yourself, all, I guess. Mm. Just uh, continue. Do you, consider, yeah. do you consider going to a private uni? Yeah? Yes, I did. Oh my gosh, I forgot about it. Okay, so I got into SIM. Uh, UOL before I uh, received NTU's uh, uh, offer letter offer yeah correct correct so mm. before that I actually got into SIM uh, business and management something like that mm. then okay. after that I I like got think uh, what if okay if NTU don't offer me that of course I will just go ahead with SIM but then if NTU offer the course to me right I will take because mm. I said just now right I don't want to do like business, business. Yeah, I want to try something new. So when NTU's uh offer came in, then I I dropped SIM and I went to NTU. Mm, but the SIM um de- degree was like two years, is it? Oh, shorter, right? Oh uh, yeah, shorter, definitely shorter. Then someone got the bridging course. Mm, for so... linguistics, is it four years? Hmm. Yeah, four mm. years. Yeah, I mean, right. some like even my parents also like they wanted me to go SIM just because I can finish my studies in two years. They say it's like better mm. to go into the working force earlier, that kind of thing. 
Yeah. Oh, so they didn't care. They didn't care about whether you go to a local U or a private U or anything. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. My parents got like, SIM. Mm, what degree will you take? Yeah. International business or? Well. But I told them that I oh. told them very like um uh assertively that like I don't want to study business anymore. Like I was in the same situation as you lah. After tourism, actually midway through tourism, you know that you don't want to do tourism anymore. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's not fun at all. Mm, not that it's I not fun, but it's like. I after I go intern and everything, then you look at your your you know your managers and stuff like you know the way they live their life as a frontline worker, yeah. It's not something that you you want to do anymore. Yeah, exactly correct. No, but there's the backline part. Why there's the back? I mean, you're both intern at uh, hotel. Okay, so wait, Jamie. Yeah, Jamie in, intern at Swiss Hotel, right? Yeah. Mm. Then Dana intern a at Taiwan Hotel. Ho- holiday. Yeah, at Holiday, holiday Inn. In. Yeah. Yeah. So they. Yeah, so they only got to see the front of the industry, whereas I got to see like the back of the industry, the planning and everything else. So I think the perspective is very different. Hey, you must say where you internet. <laughs> oh yeah, I interned at Royal Caribbean. But I yeah. intern in the office. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. So it's very different. Actually, I think it's true. La, but at the same time, actually, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure all of us kind of joined tourism also because like, you know, when you take up part-time jobs eh, for like, let's say F&B industry, is you realize that it actually frontline, doing service is actually pretty fun because it's not like you're still in the office and everything. But we're actually studying the subject and going through all the the planning and everything behind it is like a different thing. Like airport yeah. management or the cruise management and everything. Yeah. Maybe maybe you just realize it's not your type. Not my la. cup of tea. As in yeah, la, and yeah, I'm interested in media industry also. Uh. That's why. That's why, that's why we change. That's why we change. Yeah. And no regrets, yeah. right? As in, yeah. Yeah. So far, la, so far no regrets. Mm, so far no regrets. Yeah, so far, so far. <laughs> more like more like Chow Ming now after your two years uh gap year in army, what you want to do next? <laughs> I uh I I mean I already told I already got kind of tell Dana and other friends, but I'm still in a dilemma also. Like, I'm still not sure what I want to actually and study. Yeah, I so, thought you wanted to take like some sports or whatever one. No, la, no, no, no. That, that, was, that was the interview that I got after my first time ap- applying. Oh, then do you want to like continue business or... Like you want to try something. Yeah, I want to continue. Okay, technically, okay, my goal, right? My end goal is to start my own business. Wow. Yeah. Girl. Yeah, but I am. No, (laughs) but until now, I am so unsure. I hired you to what? Translate (laughs) anime. (laughs) Hey, I can help you draft up your legal documents and all. (laughs) Make the English right. (laughs) So you're saying my English bad? Okay, like, sorry. (laughs) Got to agree with that. (laughs) Yeah. So, so yeah. So throughout these two years, right, I wanted to at least clear my mind to at least know what's my end goal. So, I know it's to start a business, but I'm not sure what business that I, um is it that I want to start. So even now that I'm one year and a few months into army, I still don't have a clear picture of what I want to do in future. Mm. I think everyone also like that. Eh? Like nobody know what will happen in the future but so if you like if you think another way like maybe you don't think about the end goal first you just see lah whatever happens now then you just go for it who knows maybe your end goal will change you know what I mean mm. 
Like, if you're too focused on your end goal, then... But if I take things day by day, I feel like I'm not working towards something. Okay, true I mean? also. Yeah. But okay, I understand what you're saying. It's like, because... People change things will eventually, Yeah, eventually pay for the way also. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's better to have, like, short-term goals instead of, like, oh, I want to like, start a business in the future. More, But more of, like, you know, what I can do now to help me reach my ultimate goal. Set short-term goals instead. Yeah. Mm. So maybe that will help. No, I, I even had the idea of not studying or not going to uni. So I just start working first to... Gain experience. Um, yeah, to somewhat gain experience and Build also... Yeah, build capital before what I eventually want to do in future. But here say, here say, everybody also say, I uh, go and get a go and get a degree first, just in case what happens. Imagine like another COVID happens, then what are you gonna do? Mm. Back for four on the street, uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean the future is something that no one can predict. And I as mm. a how to say as a student in Singapore, definitely everyone around you will, will tell you that oh you must get a degree like just for that paper. It's something you need to mm. it's like a passport to like getting your first job. Because it's like the basic of what everyone has now. I just feel like it's a dumb Singaporean culture la, that mm. not many people will eventually work their dream yeah. job or yeah, or actually achieve their dreams in Singapore because I don't know, everybody's just so competitive and there is already such a paved out road that your parents want you to walk mm. on. But as much as we all like agree to, you know, this kind of um toxic like it's not even, it's not very really toxic, but like um the kind of education mindset that Singaporeans have, right? We all will still fo- end up following this this path. Yeah. yeah that mm. you know like that the majority. the government actually, correct, correct. It's something that the government actually paved up for us. But I guess over the years like educational system in Singapore has be has slightly changed and has become more versatile. Like you can go that like you can do like complete your educational journey in many different ways. At least it's moving towards something that is um more uh not academic based. Yeah. Mm. So I guess don't need to worry that much. As what Jamin said, like maybe like you take whatever uh, opportunity that is presented to you first, then who knows that like, your angle might change. Wait, then Jamie, I got one last thing to ask you. So, yeah. similar to like NS, right? Who would you recommend to take a gap year? So, what kind of people do you think need to take a gap year? Is it like people like me who don't know what to do? Or do you just take a gap year to like what have a short break before you continue <laughs> studying or what? I honestly think everybody should take a gap year because it's quite beneficial in a sense that it gives you like a, a breather. Mm. Like you can stop studying because you've been like continuously studying since primary school secondary school then poly it's like mm. quite quite a few years now so you mm. if you take a gap year right you can like take a break maybe because I'm just lazy la, but I would I would <laughs> recommend for everybody to take it <laughs> even for JC kids ah? for JC kids no I man. would think so eh. but I would think so because you think about it when you're in JC right you have zero experience working in the field. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe you can go and take internships to, let's say you're interested in the tourism industry. So you go and take an internship um, in the tourism industry before you start or before you even apply for your course. So you know if you really want to work in that field or not. If not, 
you spend another four years in university studying tourism just to come out and realize that it's not something oh man, this is not what I want. Yeah, this is not what I want to mm. do. Actually, it's I have like, idea, read, yeah, I've read like some of mm. like, you know, like NTU confessions and everything. Like some people actually do face this kind of problem. Like they mm. only realize after they complete their studies, which is kind of too late, especially since it's a yeah, university studies. It's already in the tertiary education. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that's a pretty good like advice. Wow, wow, that that came from me, ah. But at the same time, I think it also depends on your own personality. You know, like some some people might not be able to take that kind of social pressure where you know everyone around you is studying, but you're not doing like anything. It depends, ah, on your own personality. Yeah, it really boils down to like your personal preference, I guess. Like, if you want to take a break, go ahead and take it. But if you want to like continue, then just go ahead, lor. Mm. Yeah, but if you take a break, then you can like. Sort of like clear your head, lah, I guess. Mm. And like like either take on jobs or go for internships and then you can like really see the working world, how it's like. Then you decide what kind of path you want to walk mm. when you go into uni. Um, army is not a path that I want to walk. Kind uh, <laughs> If there's nothing you can do, sign on. <laughs> no. Actually, <laughs> sign on very good, yeah, I no. feel. It's also like a clear fun one. Yeah. No, but you need to be in army, then you realize that signing off is not worth it. <laughs> I know, I heard a lot of stories. Like, army very long face, like very waste time on the things they are. No, it's not even like yeah. No, it's not. It's not just about that. It's like if you were, if you sign on, right? The responsibilities that you need to take on is so much more. And you just imagine, you are a thirty year old guy trying to teach all these. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Actually, basically a teacher because just You're imagine so all the. <laughs> Yeah, all the young kids, all the young kids in your unit or whatever, and every time they screw up, you are accountable for it, and your punishment is not like small. You it might be a big punishment, and you might not ha- even be the one that have caused the problem in the first place. Uh. Mm. Mm. But what's what's the pay though? Do you know? Depends. Uh, depends what you sign on. It's so attractive. Like, I might I might of, do it. Yeah, if I'm a guy. No, to be honest, if you were a girl, it's even more. Um, profitable. Really? Yeah, because okay, let's say you go and take a degree, you take a two year short two year degree in SIM before signing on, right? Maybe your SIM course will have been um sponsored. Then after that, when you go into the army, even when you are recruit, your pay is already almost three k. Wow. Okay. Then after that, when you eventually get your rank, um, of being an officer or whatever. Then your pay will be three point something for I don't know a few months. Then maybe you up rank again. Then your pay will change. Oh. no, for girls is especially worth it because you all only need to sign minimum of three years. The commitment is not that yeah. high. Yeah, but for guys it's like five years, and yeah, that takes up a lot of time. Uh. so by the time like you come out to the industry, and if you don't want to continue being in the military. You already be what thirty years old mm. when you come out. Yeah, but actually, right, you you mentioned that you want to like you know why not work and like don't study uni, then you work first, then build up capital. You can sign on for five years, then build up capital with that five years of pay. No, I thought of that, but it's really gonna be five years that I don't enjoy. Eh. Okay, lah, yeah. Yeah, and and it's paved out very well already actually because Warspec scheme right is a scheme for uh how do I explain this to you? Okay, it's just a scheme, right? Okay, there are two there are two main type of schemes. One is a lot of bonuses. Then one is um not a lot of bonuses, but your monthly pay is 
quite high. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like, okay, I give you an example. So the wall spec scheme is the one with a lot of bonuses. So they strategically place the bonus, right, at different points of your life. So the first one is after um, eight years of your service. Then the second one is like, let's say after 15 years. Mm-hmm. So that time, um, yeah, that time I asked one of these guys, then he was explaining to me, okay, the first one is after eight years, right? So... Let's say you sign on five years. Then you'll be thinking, wow, three more years, I can get the bonus already. Maybe I should stay for another three years. Mm. Yeah, so you will sign that three years. Then after that, by the end of that eight years, right, you'll be thinking, wow, I need to get married already. My, yeah, like, I'm, I'm going to get married. Then you will aim have for a the 15 yeah, years. Then you won't want to, yeah, then you won't want to leave your job because you're having a stable job. Mm. But isn't yeah, that a good so thing then, also? Because you got stable income. Exactly, exactly. But, that's not what I want to do the rest of my life. So I don't even want to fall into the trap at the very start. I guess it's for yeah. some like for people who really have nowhere they want to go and nowhere they can go. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good for people that just want money, uh, but that's not my goal yeah. uh, to just want money. I mean, yeah, la, some people when they when their circumstances put them in like no decision, like they have nowhere to choose, they have no choice. Yeah, and I scared that once I get roped in, right? Cannot get out. I won't want to come out also. Yeah, I won't want to come out also. But mm. then after don't know how many years, then I'll realize that wow, I wasted my past twenty years not doing what I want to do. Then just continue staying inside, uh. <laughs> When you but come out, you can higher can really. <laughs> you can like come out and do what you want, what? You don't have to No, but it's hard. Because Why? you will have the mindset that what if what if I come out and I don't get a job? I thought you said you want to start your own business. You already yeah, yeah. have the capital, like, right? Huh. No, but you know, you see the monthly paycheck and you see the bonuses, then you'll think, oh my god, am I really going to come out of this? Then what if my business don't succeed? Is it legal what to if... have a side hustle though while you are serving a sign-on? I don't um, think I am not really sure. Eh. And yeah, I don't really I remember think like, so. like reading your two years of service now in NS, like you cannot have an external job, right? Yeah. I don't know whether yeah. for sign-on, is it the same kind of rules? There's probably some clauses and some laws. La. Yeah. Jamin, any any last words? Mm. Any dying breath? <laughs> or like no. uh, advice for people that uh, who potentially are thinking of taking a gap year? Take it if you want to. Like take the gap year if you want to. But and and don't absolutely don't feel bad that you are lacking behind or like you are further away from other people like how charming feels like I think that is like absolutely unnecessary but I understand that it's like a feeling that you can't help mm. yeah so I guess just uh, focus on your like focus on yourself and then do whatever you want to do like if you want to take a gap year take it if you want to like carry on studying go ahead mm. yeah is there even an advice uh, anyway my like life motto is do whatever you want as long as you're happy <laughs> yeah Really, and, and don't so don't care about what other people think. Like seriously, that is so dumb. And as in, there's no point, like Twenty years down the road, the people that you care that of what they think about you probably don't. It's not in your life anymore. Yeah, exactly. And like, you probably don't even know them, and don't they don't even know you. So, get what you do, you. So with that, we have come to the end of this episode. Remember to follow us on Instagram and Spotify. Subscribe if you're on YouTube to be updated on our upcoming episodes. Once again, thank you for taking your time to join us on this week's episode, Jamin. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Two Curious Podcasts. We'll see you again next episode. Stay forward-looking, stay curious. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.